If we haven't met before, I'm Greg Cohen, Corporate Real Estate Advisor at Cressa. This is the start of Season 2 of Conversations of Cohen. And I welcome at the beginning of this season where we're going to dig deep into law firms. You know, so often we get caught up in working in our business that we don't have time to work on our business. So my goal is to share resources and introduce subject matter experts who may help you think differently to help you run your businesses more efficiently. As a way of getting started, Larry, why don't you introduce yourself? Thanks, Greg, and, and thanks for inviting me to be part of your conversation. Uh, my name is Larry Marner, Marner Architecture. Uh, we've been uh, practicing architecture and interior design specifically with our focus on law firms since 1998. And uh, most recently, in the last 13 years, I would say, been designing space for big law in New York and New Jersey. So I'm really glad you're on the, on the, uh, the podcast today because you know, the big question in so many conversations is, how are people going to work? And we see law firms based upon things like the Castle card reading data. You know, it says that law firm occupancy is at 50%, north of 50%, which is actually double what we're seeing on average across the board among other industries. So I was hoping you could share with us today what you've learned and what your clients have learned in the last 18, 24 months as a result of, uh, of the global pandemic. And once we, once we talk about that, uh, thinking about what that means for the future. So maybe we'll break it into parts. Larry, sure. if you could just share some insight to us. It's what really been an amazing, it's been an amazing time. Here's, here's what I've learned uh, in conversations with managing partners of our, of our uh, clients' firms and partners and associates within those firms. Um, here we are 18 months out. A year ago, no one knew what to expect. No one wanted this to happen, but now I'm hearing uh, managing partners tell me that this may have been their finest hour. And uh, that's because um, they really, the firm really stepped up to support leadership. In all cases, all the conversations I've had, Zoom has had a positive effect. It enabled um, firms to have brief client contact as thought leaders helping their clients. It allowed people to become more efficient within a firm. Leaders used Zoom to um, provide that level of communication. Leaders became students of air infiltration and water quality because they, they learned how important wellness was as a, as a part of their um, internal organizations and operations. Um, there's probably going to be more change in the next 18 months than in the prior 18 months. Uh, I'll say more about that a little later. And, and I think we as an architecture firm learned how resilient the law industry as a whole has, be, has proven to be. Many, many firms have expressed to me that they're coming out of the pandemic better than when they went in. And that's, I think, because lawyers rallied around firm leaders and their clients. 
to, to prove uh, this, this resilience and their value uh, to their mission serving their clients. But the re-entry is going to be hard. I don't think, you know, as I said, I think our clients, um, you know, lack certainty about, as, as most of us do, about exactly what the future holds. Um, it's, it's really unclear, you know, how much people have, have been affected being out of the office, being a little bit out of sync, and what it will be like to come back, uh, you know, as the pandemic plays out. But we know that wellness and educating the team is a priority. You know, and, and what buildings are doing in terms of the, you know, the, the shift in the real estate understandings between uh, building owners and their tenants, you know, what, what building owners are doing to serve their tenants is also an evolving uh, thing. Um, right now, we see firms doing um, fourth quarter evaluations. And my sense is that Labor Day is a real pivot point where they'll come together and, you know, uh, try to uh, chart a path for you know, the next uh, several quarters after Labor Day. They, they understand that the picture is constantly changing. So, Larry, if I, if I was a managing partner who had a real estate decision to make in the next two to five years, I, I would imagine that the way I thought I needed to work and my firm needed to work was different 10 years ago than it is now. So I was hoping you could perhaps share with me what those differences are, most importantly, what they are now, so that we can think about how law firms can work more efficiently with their real estate. Right. I, I think, um, well, I'll talk first about how firms um, sound like they will likely be operating going forward, and then what effects that will have on the, you know, the various parts of their real estate now. I think what's likely is that, that um, firms will create an environment within to have more flexibility and more autonomy, but no one will be working fully remotely. You know, so the office, very clearly to me, um, has a very important function of bringing the firm together and being a, a kind of a focal point for some client. Um, but they'll be trying things out over the next um, period, maybe the next year, and to see what works. So why? Why is, why is a physical space the focal point? Why does it have to be the focal point? I, I think there, there are multiple reasons within, within each firm. Um, and each firm is, you know, has a different culture. But one thing I know about, you're a law student and you just graduate. One of the reasons you choose a firm is because you want to be in that office. You want to be a part of the culture and you want to be there all the time. <laughs> that's, why, that's why you uh, went to law school and that's what you're thinking upon graduation. So for the newest attorneys um, in a firm, the, the office has a very important function. I, I, I think that um, what I'm hearing from my clients is that they do not see, uh, while they do see more um, hybrid work, they don't see a reduction in the amount of conference space. They'll still have a requirement for meetings. 
uh, they'll still have a requirement for offices. The big thing that's changed on those two fronts are with regard to client contact spaces, there, there is a continuing emergence of firms wanting to show their brand, wanting to express outwardly to their clients, their thought leadership, their uh, con- constant usefulness and helpfulness to their clients, achieving their clients' mission. And on the inward looking side, to um, promote the, the growth uh, uh, and retention and um, recruiting for attorneys, it's important to show that, that culture on the inside of the firm. And that's done by, you know, it, it used to be that, you know, you'd walk down a corridor in a law firm, there's sheetrock walls on either side and the doors are all closed. Who's there? How do I have access to people? That's changed a lot. And I think will continue to emerge as, you know, glass fronted offices allow people to see each other. Doors are open. Partners are accessible. I think the office serves a function of um, being able to have those conversations individually uh, or together in groups and teams within the office because people see that they're present. I think Zoom, as I said, I think is is continuing to be an important part of the communication while people are out of the office, but there will still be a requirement for firms to manage, uh, and, and this is what I hear a lot about, they will be managing the, the meetings of, of attorneys internally such that you know a practice group uh, is going to have a schedule of meetings where everyone will be required to come into the office. And you will know, you'll be able to plan your, your, um, your schedule uh, in working remotely around when you will be in the office for specific internal uh, and, and uh, client-related matters. So I think that there will be, uh, you know, firms are stepping up to this idea of organizing around the idea of a flexible hybrid work environment. That's the strategy I hear most about. So if we if we uh, assume that conference room open space or conference room space is, is not, uh, there's no less of it, but we see this move to a, and we've seen this over the last few years, this move toward a universal standard of the office. Does that equate to if we have to paint a broad brush, uh, a, a decrease in space on average uh, right. for, for law firms? That's, you know, interestingly enough, I've been searching and listening for this. I don't, I don't hear that now. I don't hear that we're, you know, the amount of space is going to be reduced. What I hear is that, uh, you know, that, that may occur, but it's not, it's not a part of the conversation right now. Uh, certainly, uh, firms that I'm speaking to are also speaking to their real estate advisors to, to um, see what opportunities there are. But, but I, there is still a value to the office. Uh, there is some conversation about the concept of hoteling. But for the most part, I'm hearing that attorneys are not, um, are not in favor of sharing offices. So I, I think that there will be, if there are fewer offices, there'll be other um, more communication type spaces that replace them. Understood. So one will offset the other. Right. Um, so 
you know, we we talk about the sublease market and how many there, how there are so many opportunities in the sublease market of law firms who may have taken too much space, expansion space, and now are trying to to sublet that space, or or some of it is older space and they just don't need as much. And the reason I'm asking this question is, if I was a if if uh, if I was a law firm now, uh, going to make a real estate decision, is is that older quote unquote real estate still applicable? Can I can I still use that as the the new workflow uh, as we see the new work flow? I think for the time being, yes. As I said, I think a number of things are going to be tried. No, I don't, my clients have not, uh, we've not had conversations about, okay, we've decided what we're going to do with our real estate. Here's what it is. In fact, I'm, what I'm hearing on the sublease side of things is that um, there's less subleasing uh, of uh, large law firm space than there is in the rest of the corporate industry in New York and New Jersey. Um, that could change, but I think that um, going forward, you know, it's really a conversation about an investment in learning. That's what it. That's what the conversation sounds like to me, and that means, you know, uh, what what's what will we need in our space for mentoring to happen uh, more robustly continue to happen remotely and within the office. Um, you know, what are, what are some of the communication expectations we should have going forward? I think that, you know, that's a conversation that um, managing partners are having uh, with uh, partner groups, with the associate groups, support staff groups to find out how to you know, fine tune their culture before they uh, begin to describe and engage with us on how that's going to sh- reshape their space. So it's about learning first about what before we uh, create the space to actually make that happen. So that's interesting. It's it's working on the culture before it's working on the culture first and what your goals are. Uh, and then having the real estate to express those goals. Yeah, and I w- I would say in every in every conversation, there's always an emphasis on you know supporting the client's needs first. Um, and what what really is um, I mean it's 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 really a wonderful uh, thing that I I have heard about now over and over again that no one knew what it was like going into this, but I, I hear an expression of pride on the part of lawyers in each of the firms for how they were able to rally around leadership. And I, I think that that will be the, the lever for them to, to really go forward. They've really achieved something in, in the law industry as a whole. Uh, that I think showed their their resilience, and that that will propel them, I think, into this new learning stage. You know, in the next uh, next few quarters. So, uh, so as as an advisor, as you are to law firms, and um, and as you guide them on these conversations that they're that they should be having, you've talked about uh, increased. What sounds like to me uh, an increase in 
technology spend because of this uh, this reliance on communications, mobile communications. Um, you've talked about the the retention, the employee uh, employee retention, and also it sounds like the competition for for lawyers is is incredibly fierce as people go out to the market to try to uh, to add talent. What are some of the other questions if uh, if you were sitting with a managing partner as you are, well, that's the goal really of this to be putting on them as their sort of top five questions that they should be asking internally um, in, as they move into this learning. And, and I'm just trying to, to lay it out for, uh, for somebody who's listening so that they can really have a, a, a takeaway, if you will. Mm-hmm. I, I think that, you know, the, the questions really revolve around, um, you know, f- first of all, I, I think there's a focus on, um, wellness and retention as it relates to the stress that that um, members of the firm have been under and that it's something that they know they must pay attention to. And so, you know, that communication, um, you know, throughout the, 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 the last 18 months and going forward in the next 18 months, I think is one of the things I'm, I'm hearing stressed. I think the um, you know, diversity, equity, and inclusion is an important matter for firms growing in importance. Um, and there will be a focus on that um, in recruiting uh, members of the firm and retaining members of the firm with a focus on the importance of that. You know, you, you mentioned technology. I mean, I think the technology industry that serves uh, the law industry is also stepping up uh, with with better communication tools. So I think we're going to see an evolution of that. I think there'll be an evolution in the courts. You know, the courts have um, you know broadly uh, you know permitted uh, electronic filings, and I think that they will continue to evolve in how law firms uh, will communicate with courts to become more efficient. So I think that there is this. Uh, focus on efficiency, and they'll double down on focusing on um, how to serve their clients best because through communication, electronic communication, like Zoom tools, um, becoming thought leaders and briefly, you know, published articles has been a huge um, uh, support system that firms in general have found uh, for their clients. So I think that those are the the focus points. And if we could dig deeper into wellness, so um, buildings are doing a lot to to improve on that wellness. And what we've seen is in the marketplace, specifically in New York City, is a uh, a, a greater divergence between new and old, new buildings and old buildings. So what are, what are those characteristics of new buildings that uh, law firms, you think, will be looking at or are looking at that sort of tick those boxes as we look to improve right, wellness. Right. Well, we we are experts at uh, well building and at um, uh, passive design to reduce energy costs, and we know that our clients have been throughout the pandemic have become students of uh, uh, air air filtration and uh, water quality. 
And uh, so they know, you know, uh, that a MERV filter is better than a MERV 8 filter, and they're looking for their landlords to uh, install those. You know, in some of the newest buildings uh, in Manhattan, uh, the, the buildings are designed ar around um, a higher level of air quality and, and water quality. And uh, those building owners believe that that's a hedge in real estate in the future, that they will be out in front and have something that other buildings will only be catching up to. So, you know, our clients have become students of, of these qualities of buildings and wellness. And um, that, that is where we're going. We see building owners responding to that in, in uh, various ways. Uh, I think we're going to see much more of that uh, more widely publicized. And therefore, the, uh, the upgrade cycle will continue from law firms who are in older space, who've been there for you know, dec a decade or two decades, moving and upgrading to, uh, to newer buildings because- Right. right. And it, it, you know, healthy buildings is something that affects um, every workplace in every industry and in every uh, office building. And uh, law firms will, of course, be able to take advantage of the pressure that the, those industries are placing on uh, building owners. And building owners are stepping up as well. They, they understand how important it is to, in the marketplace, to have a healthy building to attract tenants. Right. Well, Larry, I'm keeping an eye on the time and, uh, and, and I don't want to take up any more of your valuable time. Uh, before we go, uh, how can listeners get in touch with you? Um, our, you can find Marner Architecture and our access to our website. Uh, by simply Googling us at Marner Architecture. And uh, I, I'd be uh, very open to having conversations with uh, any and all uh, law firm leaders uh, about these subjects. Great. And uh, we'll put your, uh, your contact details in the show notes as well. Uh, thanks so much for taking the time. This has been a really interesting conversation. It sounds, and it sounds like we're, we're really in the middle of this. This, you know, it's, it's going to be very interesting to, uh, to talk to you again in, in 18 months and see where we will be versus where we think we are now. Um, and it's a, clearly a very dynamic and changing marketplace. Right. So with that, uh, again, my name is Greg Cohen, and this has been Conversations with Cohen. If, uh, if you like this, please don't hesitate to put a comment down below and uh, make sure you subscribe for all future episodes. Thanks so much, and we'll see you next time. Thank Thanks. you, Larry.